Welcome to the world of Paws and Tails. Wild Mountain can be a pretty dangerous place. If you stay on the trails and stick with me, there's adventures to be had there, too. Insight for Living is proud to present Paws and Tales. Howdy and welcome to Wildwood. When the club is looking for something exciting and unusual to do, they often end up at the Collins Mansion. It's plumb filled up to the rafters with artifacts and treasures that were collected by Mr. Collins when he was alive and traveling the globe. Okay, settle down. Popcorn, Stacy? Check, we have plenty of popcorn. And we have plenty of Better even than all that stuff is the tubes. Sometime back, the club discovered that the tubes they were finding in almost every room were in fact phonographic cylinders. Mr. Collins made recordings on these everywhere he traveled. Whose turn is it? Ned? N not me. I chose last time. I believe it is my turn. Okay then, what are we going to listen to tonight? Well, let me see. What have we here? Here's one that says fighting... No, it's hard to read. Ooh, fighting sounds good. Let's listen to the fighting one. Fighting foot fungus in the rainforest. Hey, that sounds kind of fun. No. Definitely not. Ned, you should be ashamed. Okay already. On these cylinders, the late Mr. Collins has recorded stories of how he escaped cannibal tribes, of his surviving months trapped on the Arctic ice. And best of all, he often recorded stories from the Bible while he was standing on the very spot where they took place. Since they discovered these new treasures, the club has made Cylinder Night a fairly regular event. Here we go, King Saul. Will that be a good story? There are battles. Battles are good. There are miracles. Oh, I love miracles. And I think Samuel gets mad and chops a bad guy to bits. Ew. Ew. So we listen to this one? Of course. Right in. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. Collins and the story of King Saul. We have just made camp on what used to be the city of Gibeah, the home of Saul son of Kish. I've often thought about King Saul. The story of King Saul is one of good beginnings and a sad and frustrating ending. Though he was often a brave and valiant warrior, though he built and organized a kingdom from nothing, he will forever be known as the king who would not obey God and the king that God finally rejected. We would be wise to learn from King Saul and not repeat his avoidable but tragic mistakes. Our story begins back in the history of Israel before they had any kings. They were led by judges chosen by God and directed by him. At that time, God was their royal leader. Until the day they, the whole nation of Israel rejected God and wanted a man as their king. They had God, but they were not satisfied. So they demanded less. Samuel, Thank you for having us. Elder Mintz, you and all of the elders are welcome. Thank you. I, we, all of the elders have been discussing this for some time now, 
and we really feel that it is time for Israel to be a great nation again. I would agree. There, there is much the Lord would do for us if the people would give their hearts fully to him. Yes, I, I believe you're right. We are in need, though, of um, a symbol. With such a symbol, the people would feel that God is smiling down on us, and then they would certainly give their hearts more fully to the Lord. Uh, what kind of symbol do you mean? Samuel, uh, the nations around us all have kings, kings that lead them into battle, kings that the people can follow and be inspired by. We are not respected by the other nations, and we are certainly not feared by them. They come and take what they want whenever they want, and it needs to end. You have been a good judge over us, uh, but you are old and, and your sons don't walk in your ways. We want you to appoint a king like the other nations have. We want a king. Samuel was crushed, so he prayed to the Lord. Samuel, do what they have asked. They are not rejecting you. They've rejected me as their king. Let them have their own way. But Samuel, warn them of what will come. Tell them of the hardships their king will place upon them. So Samuel told them. He delivered God's warning to the people. Today you are warned. A king will demand much of you. He'll take your sons and make soldiers of them. They will drive his chariots. I hadn't really thought about all of this. I don't want my sons taken from me. Of course he'll take our sons, but he'll return them to us as warriors and craftsmen. This is precisely what we want a king to do. He'll make a kingdom of us, so we're not just a bunch of rabble. Give us a king. Yes, give us a king. Give us a king. Samuel, the people have spoken. We want a king over us so that we will be like the nations around us. We want a king that will go out before us and fight our battles. <laughs> Samuel took in what they said and repeated it to God. Do what they say. Make them a king. Yes, Lord. I will do as you say. There was a man from the tribe of Benjamin named Kish. He had a son whose name was Saul. A very handsome young man, there was none finer. He literally stood head and shoulders above anyone else. Some of the donkeys that belonged to Kish wandered off, so Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you and go bring back those donkeys. Yes, father, I'll take, um, Odetta. <laughs> Isn't he too young for this? Well, he is young, but he's tougher and more stubborn than any of your donkeys. He'll do just fine. All right then, but please come back soon. He passed through the hill country of Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha. They looked far and wide, but there was no trace of the lost donkeys. Oh, Dada, we should head back. We're both exhausted. I'm hungry. My sandals are wearing thin, and I'm hating donkeys more every minute. <laughs> this has taken much longer than I thought. I can't just go back empty-handed. <laughs> what? I think I see a beehive. I want honey. <laughs> then let's have some. Oh, it's too high. I would only six inches shorter. I could hit it with my staff. 
Shalom, friend. Ah, shalom. I didn't see you there. You often hide like that? <laughs> Sorry to give you a start. I was asleep behind the rock when I heard you both come up. Something's wrong, Master. Have you seen any donkeys running loose? We've been after them for days. I'm sorry to say that I have not. Have you seen any lost coins? <laughs> we've been after them for years. There's another one behind us. I'm sorry to say we've not. We're but poor travelers uh, looking for our lost animals. I think you are mistaken. I think you have the coins <laughs> we are looking for. Come on there, big fella. We don't have all day. Rob, two tired, poor fellows of the few coins we have left? I would just as soon cut your throat. Give me your money. We'll be right back with more Paws and Tales after this. Hi, producer Eric here, and I, I want to have an important announcement to make. Okay, Ned. Tyndale Publishing House is releasing new DVD collections starring me and everybody else from the radio show in new animated adventures that teach us more about God and His Word. And they all star me! <sighs> Maybe we need to make some episodes about humility. Hmm, I don't know what you mean. Visit us online at pawsandtails.org. Thanks for waiting. Now let's get back to Paws and Tales. Give me your money now. Odetta, give him the money. These will be safer in my pouch. <laughs> you know, there are robbers in these parts. A curse on you both. Well, we've been cursed for some time now. <laughs> you get used to it. Oh, yes, we have. There's very little room for our lives to be more cursed. I thank you, though, for donating to a couple of poor, cursed fellows. <laughs> I have a, a few more coins here. Here, I, I want you to have... Yes! Oh! Odetta, I'm on it. <laughs> You've got some fire in you. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm skinny, but I'm irritable. Uh, here, catch. Come on, what are you waiting for? The honey. <laughs> yes, the honey. It's six inches too high. Here, ah, my cursed friend, can you <clears throat> lend me your back? <clears throat> These worthless fellows are finally good for something after all. Get get ready. A chunk is coming down. Got it. Oh, I love honey. <laughs> Just one more thing. Don't! You'll knock the whole hive! <laughs> Odetta, run! They really are cursed fellows. <laughs> oh, they are today. If we don't get back soon, my father will be more worried about us than the donkeys. There is a man of God in the city. Everything he says comes true. Maybe he can help us. Well, we could use some help. But we've got nothing to give him. Our supplies are almost gone, and all we have are a few copper coins. Actually... Because our thieving friend put my money in his bag, we now have plenty. I have in my hand a fourth of a shekel of silver. <laughs> I'll give it to the man of God, and he'll tell us what to do. Well, let's go see the man of God. Shalom. Shalom? 
is the most handsome man I have ever seen. I didn't know they came so tall. Is this where the seer lives? <laughs> it is. You can't miss him. <laughs> there will be a sacrifice on the high place today. He's going to bless it. You'll find him easily if you go now. Thank you. <laughs> Look at all these people. I, I feel like I can't breathe. Here, here, I, I'm here, I'm here. I've got to get some help. Uh, uh, excuse me, friend, uh, can you tell me where the seer lives? I can. I am the seer. Uh, oh. Uh, Come with you... me to the shrine and we'll eat together. In the morning, I'll tell you all about what's on your mind and send you on your way. Uh, oh, all right. And by the way, your lost donkeys, the, the ones you've been hunting for for the last three days, don't worry about them. They've been found. Wow. At this moment, Israel's future is in your hands. What? Why, why would you say that? I, I, I'm nobody. I think you may have me confused with uh, Come someone. with me. I want both of you to sit at the head of the table. Bring the special food I had you prepare for these men. What's going on? I don't know. He's mistaken me for someone else. What do we do? We cannot be rude to Samuel the prophet. You said you were hungry. I guess we eat. So that day Saul ate with Samuel. When they came down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof. Now, Scripture doesn't tell us just what they talked about. But I think Samuel did not tell him straight out that he would be king. This would be perhaps the most important conversation Samuel would ever have with anyone. Just what would a wise old prophet say to a man who was about to become king of God's chosen people? I think he would have told Saul a story. Saul, sit. We have matters to discuss. Uh, as you wish, Samuel. I will leave you two alone. No, no, Adetta, stay and, and bear witness to what the Lord will do. As you wish. Saul, what do you think is happening? <laughs> it, it is a mystery. I haven't any idea. But you do have ideas. You have many ideas. What do you think is happening? I think... There will soon be a new king? Yes. And I, I think that uh, you want me to serve him somehow. Oh, master! I apologize. Forgive me. Am I right? There are many nations around us, and they all have kings. What do you think of them? They are our enemies. They want to take our land and our possessions. What about the kings themselves? What are they like? They're idol-worshipping, power-hungry men. You know something about donkeys, do you not? <laughs> More than I'd like to. The kings around us are wild donkeys. <laughs> they are donkeys. They run off and they fight and they want what is not theirs. They're stubborn, they're selfish, and they think only of their appetites. Truer words have never been spoken. God appoints all kings, does he not? Oh, yes, he does. There's a story about a young man to the east who was given a kingdom. He knew it was a gift, a charge from God himself. But soon, he fell into the trap. A, a trap? <laughs> yes. He found himself wandering from God like a donkey wanders from his master. When this happened, this donkey king found himself trapped between distraction and despair. 
These are the enemies of obedience. When you turn your back on God, you fall into despair because, because nothing else makes sense. The wicked seem to win. The just suffer. The world appears to be in chaos. And there is nothing but hopelessness. But God is in control. There is no chaos. <laughs> You're right. But if you do not bow to God and His mysterious plans, you must despair. For everything is hopeless. The only thing left to relieve the pain of despair is to pursue distraction. You wander around seeking pleasure or power or, or wealth. These things will help keep your mind off of your hopelessness. In your heart, you are still hopeless. But you think about it less. So this young donkey king turned his back on God. He devoted himself to building his fame and power like the other kings around him. That will not happen in Israel. We will not let it happen. We will not. Forgive me. Samuel, I will do anything. I will serve the king with my life. More is required of you than your life. How can more? The kingdom will suffer unless you give your heart, your whole heart, in devotion and love to God. You must be willing to obey God even when it makes no sense to do so. God will win the battles. God will protect the nation, not a king and certainly not an army. May God be praised. The king is to serve and obey God and lead the people to do the same. Will you do that? Will you save the nation from the rule of a donkey king? I will. Israel will have no donkey for a king. Tell me, what must I do? What shall we do? Now is the time for sleep. Sleep? sleep. Rest well. There is much to do in the morning. Shalom. Shalom. You will be counselor to the king. I can feel it. I think perhaps a captain of the guard. Soon Israel will have a king. A king! <laughs> Dismiss God's wisdom and rule in such a selfish way How could a man ignore God's blessing? What a foolish price to pay Israel must have a faithful leader Seeking God in everything There's no room for kicking, straying, or braying We don't want a donkey for a king La-da-da-da, la-da-da-da Israel needs a faithful leader Sing la-da-da-da, la-da-da-da We don't want a donkey king That's right, Saul Okay, Odetta, you know those donkeys. Foolish and stubborn and loud and stubborn. That's a donkey all day long. But to lead in battle takes a lion. Trusting God to keep him strong. Those against us are vast in number. But God can take on even more. If our king won't stray, but will just obey. Instead of hee-haw, they'll hear us roar. Roar! Sorry. La-da-da-da, la-da-da-da. Israel needs a faithful leader. Sing la-da-da-da, la-da-da-da. Search for a righteous king No, we don't want a donkey I will serve a faithful and godly king No, we don't want a donkey Those pagan kings reek of pride and foolishness They speak like braying donkeys on a hot and dusty trail But when it's battle time Their fearless leader runs to hide His warriors couldn't find him If they had to pin on his tail They're not leading, they're just eating Hey, We don't want a donkey king Israel needs a faithful leader. Sing, la da da da, la da da da. We don't 
search for a righteous king No, we don't want a drunkard I will serve a faithful and godly king No, we don't want a drunkard Israel must search for a righteous king No, we don't want a drunkard I will serve a faithful and godly king In the morning, Samuel woke Saul at daybreak. Together he and Saul went out into the street. Saul, tell your servant to go on ahead of us. You will catch up with him tomorrow. I have a word from God to give you. Odetta, go on ahead. I'll meet you at my uncle's house. I'll fill you in then. As you wish, Master. Shalom. Samuel, I am ready. Tell me what God has for me. How can I serve the king? Bow your head. Samuel suddenly was holding a simple flask of oil, and he slowly poured it on Saul's very surprised head. What are you doing? Saul, do you see what this means? God has anointed you prince over his people. You are the king of Israel. What? I'm... I'm the king? Grab your paws and go. <laughs> now, what do I mean by that? I mean that right now, with just a few clicks of a mouse, your family can carry Paws and Tails with you wherever you go with Paws and Tails Podcast, or as we like to say here, Pawscast. Our Pawscast allows you to listen wherever and whenever you want. And best of all, it's free to you. Visit pawsandtails.org right now to subscribe to our Pawscast, and then get ready to grab your paws and go. Let's get back to Wildwood for more Paws and Tales. The next day, after following all of the instructions for Samuel, Saul met up with his servant Odetta at the house of his uncle. Odetta! Master, what happened? There are rumors that a king has been chosen. It's true. Saul! Shalom! Come here, son. How are you? Sh- Shalom, Uncle. I- I- I'm fine. Well, what is the news? Tell me, where did you go? Yes, tell us. Well, I, I went to... Uh, we went to look for the donkeys. Oh, I know that much. When then we- where? When we couldn't find the donkeys, we went to ask Samuel for help. Samuel? You went to see Samuel? What? Well, quit stammering, son, and tell me what he said to you. He said that the donkeys had already been found. What? What about ah, the... he told you the head been found! He knew! God be praised. I'll have a meal prepared for the both of you. Now go, go, go clean up. Ha, ha. He really knew about the donkey. Master, what about the banquet? Quiet! Come here. Yes, Master. Odetta, Samuel anointed me. What? He anointed me king of Israel. This can't be. He told me to go to the tree of Tabor. He said that three men would meet me. He said they would greet me and give me two loaves of bread. I went, and and they were there, and they did give me the bread. He knew all of this before it happened. Then he told me to go to the hill of God and find the prophets. Then the Spirit of the Lord would come upon me, and I would prophesy with them and be changed into another man. Did you go? They were there, just like he said. And the Spirit came on me, and I did prophesy. I was changed. Samuel has made me king of Israel. Master, God has chosen you to be king of Israel. That's what Samuel was trying to tell us last night. Yes, but I don't know how to be king. Your job is to give your heart, your whole heart, in devotion and love to God. I know, I know. You're right. I just can't take it all in. 
Samuel then called the people to assemble before God at Mizpah. The Lord says, I brought Israel up out of Egypt. I delivered you from Egyptian oppression. Yes, from all the people that made your lives miserable. And now, you want nothing to do with your God, the very God who has saved you? Well, then you will have a king. Present yourselves formally before God, ranked in tribes and families. So, Samuel drew lots of all the tribes, and all the people knew that this new king was from the tribe of Benjamin. Then they drew lots from all the families of Benjamin, and then, finally... Let it be known that the Lord God has chosen Saul, son of Kish, to be king. Where, where is he? Where is Saul? He's not here. We can't find him. Lord, where is Saul? The new king is hiding among that pile of baggage. You've got to come out of there, Master. They're looking for you. I don't know how to be king. I can't do it. They've got the wrong man. Leave me alone! You don't have to know how to be king. You just have to be devoted to God, heart, and soul. Here he is! I found him! Allow me, my king. Oh, here he comes! Behold our new king! He's magnificent! He's a foot taller than anyone! Take a good look at whom God has chosen. There is no one like him in the whole country. Samuel went on to instruct the people of the rules and regulations involved in a kingdom. He wrote it all down in a book and placed it before God. Then Samuel sent everyone home. Saul went to his house at Gibeah and the valiant men whose hearts God had touched became devoted to him and stayed with him. King Saul? I think not. How can Saul deliver us from our enemy? What does he know about being king? Nothing. He knows nothing, and I won't follow him. Uh, I will not follow him, and I know there are others. This Saul of Kish will never be the king of Israel. No, he won't. Not while I'm alive. To order a copy of today's program, The Story of Saul, the First King of Israel, visit us at pawsandtales.org. The Story of Saul, Part 1, was written and directed by David Carl. The song Donkey King was written by Sandy Howell and Bob Sobo. Music was by Tim Hosman, and our sound designer was Jerry Swafford. Pause and Tales is an Insight for Living production and a proud member of the HisKids.net Alliance. To hear this and other great programs for kids, visit hiskids.net.